Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to episode 199 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. Well, Tom, it wasn't as bad as the 9-0 last time round, was it? It was actually not a bad weekend. Yeah, no, a lot of improvements, I think, at this early stage. Then we've got to take the positives from it. Frustration rather than disappointment, I think, as I say. I think we're moving in the right, right direction, mate. And yeah, it was definitely better than our last trip to Anfield. So Tom was the man who was getting fan opinion outside Anfield. So let's have a listen to what some of the people said. We're at Anfield for a 3-1 defeat. It wasn't nine. It wasn't nine. It wasn't nine, but if... Thank you. Um, it does feel a little bit like a chance miss. What do you think, Steve? Massively, mate. I. Well, it's difficult. How much time we got? We, we was playing a game against a ref who was. I don't like to moan about refs, but he was suspect at times. Really dodgy penalty decision for them first half. If I had a look back at it, it doesn't look like he's touched him. He sort of dived on the floor. Why VAR's not looking at it, I have no idea. Every 50 50 felt I know, like. I know, yeah. it did. It did. It felt exactly like one of those sorts of games. But they are, they are Liverpool, they've got world-class players and I thought their front six were really difficult to look after in that first half. I thought they ran us ragged a little bit. I mean, hats off to Semenya, we got a great start and he's, he's banged one in and we looked like we were the only team in it for the first 10 minutes but then I thought, yeah, you had that overriding feeling we'd scored too early, yeah? Mm. And then they grew into the game and we struggled a little bit. But then, you know, we get the red card second half oh. and you think, although it's soft, another That's thing I think one. the ref got wrong. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Um, and you think we've got you know, a bit, bit of luck there and then immediately we let a goal in Yeah, and that's criminal you can't do that at Anfield and then periods of that game after that 
it looked like they still had 11 men on the pitch. I mean, <laughs> Adam said that they still had 11 men because they had the ref on. <laughs> I, I never felt like, that was the problem, I never felt like we had a man extra. No, never, no, never. No. The, the third goal's a killer. Yeah. The third goal's an absolute killer for us. But like you say, I think the ref, I always think that, I always think the ref, if they make a bad call, which they clearly did in the first half, he looks at that half-time and he's trying to even it up and Jota goes, uh, not Jota, uh, McAllister goes in a little bit high, yeah, yeah, so he's yeah. just set him off. But maybe he's even it up a little bit, maybe. Look yeah. at it, subs, <sighs> I'm not sure. I, I get where you bring Kiefer on, but I think Hamed showed that a bit, bit more energy at first, then you yeah. get the goal, and then maybe Kiefer's your last resort. Yeah. But It's what we spoke about in the, in the ground, mate. It's like when you've got that numerical advantage, what you want is pace. Yeah. You don't want a big target man lump balls in. You want pace and you want to hit them. And we took off most of our pace. We took all our energy off. Rothwell went off. Christie went off. Semenyo went off. And then we brought Keeper Moore on and Cliver. And sorry, but I'd not been impressed with Cliver that much. All, and Keeper Moore didn't shower himself in any glory whatsoever. Headers all over the place. Oh. Had a golden opportunity with pretty much an open goal. He spooned over the bar. Like you said, Hamed should have been the guy that comes on. Maybe yeah. even kill Kenny, get you a bit of energy in the middle and just you know, keep the ball and run him around, wear him out. And then we could have created a lot more chances, I think. But yeah. you no. know, it is what it is. It's a spawned opportunity, as you say. But we, it's move. Not, we it's, move. Mate, we could never be as... Adam, what... What do you reckon, mate? Well, come on, Adam. Talk some sense into this. Um, when I think Hamed Traore could have come on a bit earlier, like 50... 50 59 or something it was Very a bit precise. too late for having a try to come on we didn't have much time left to get some goals in did we where are we going to finish we're going to be fine there. there's positives isn't there mm. yeah there is I think yeah. we're going to finish it's a work in progress isn't it 15th or 14th 15th 14th take that take that we'll take that cheers lad come on Ben right. Ben do the fan cams oh. <laughs> <laughs> matchy matchy alright how are you feeling Ben good I mean like we, I feel like we, I can't say we deserved something, but it's just, it's gotten, because we had so many chances, yeah. like, the, the one where was it Billing and Traore, like, kind of hit into oh, each other, yeah. Keith Moore should have scored, yeah, we, again, it, it, we, we, we had our moments, and that, that, that's what happens when you get to good teams in New York Clinical, they, they punish us. I think the key thing was that third goal, for me, I've, I don't know, I haven't seen it back, so it'd be interesting to see it back and all match the day and stuff, but for me, Neto's got to hold that. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't understand how Neto spilt that, but yeah, I think if we keep him at 2-1, we might be able to nick something, put some pressure on, but yeah. I just think the, the subs didn't do the, not, not that I thought they were the bad subs, I just thought they didn't provide the impact I wanted them to, especially Kiefer. Yeah, I, 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 I can agree with that. Keep, you can tell the Kiefer what isn't good enough. I mean, there, when, when you get the ball, what, eight yards out, he's lent back, and I feel like there, you at least need to complete your side foot or put your laces through it, and that, that, that just shows that he's, not, that he's not technically good enough for this level, and there's, there, there's a lot of positives to take, and I've, I've seen, as I was leaving the ground, a lot of people on Twitter saying that we were robbed and there was a clear dive for the penalty. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it just, again, that's, that's our Luck, isn't it? Yeah. But it's it, it happens. It's football, and it, it wasn't nine nil. And again, if 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 we play like that against yeah. Brentford and Tottenham, more beatable teams, yeah. then that th then we will get something yeah. because it, it it will come in time. You know, it's still early on early stages yeah. of the season. Yeah. So again, we we we've got to keep on keep on going, and something will go, something will come our way. Maybe even a penalty. Mate, let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves, yeah, man. No, Jesus. I, I won't. Right. Yeah. Come on. Cheers, bud. You know what, mate. Hey there, boys, all right? Yeah, good, good, good.
good, good. <sighs> come I'm, on, then. I'm getting on the back of my shirt now. I've got to get some on the back of the shirt. I'll come on just before and said whoever scores the goal, I'm getting on the back of my shirt. So. I'll tell you what, I, I, I looked at it before the game and saw Brooksy come out for Semenya. I'm not sure about that. He, he, looks like, he looks like an impact, doesn't he? I, I wonder if he, can, if he can do that role, like kind of like back up the dorm. Maybe go down the middle a little bit, but he clearly ran out. He ran out of energy just when we needed him. Yeah, when they went down yeah. to ten, yeah, hundred percent. And I, I heard you say just before us, someone that yeah, when they went down to ten, it didn't feel like we had an extra player on the pitch at all. I, I can't complain with us hundred percent. I do feel like we did keep trying even towards the end. It didn't feel like we'd given up, which I've seen us do hundreds of times before. I feel like we didn't quite have what we needed for today. And yeah, in the future, if we can play like that, yeah, with some easier teams, I reckon we could hopefully get some results. But yeah. I'm, he's not, I'm not coming out of this 100%. Oh, what the hell was that? Yeah. I mean, at least it wasn't nine. It's, we, we, we come here, I think we gave, we gave a good go of it. It's, you yeah. know, it's, it's not the worst day. I feel, like, I feel the fact that we're disappointed after a 3-1 defeat after losing 9-0 yeah, exactly. last year shows, shows, shows the way we yeah. want to go. So, exactly. what do you, what do you, what did you think? I couldn't agree more, Ben, to be honest. Um, at least it wasn't nine. I think I was quite happy with the performance. Uh, the subs, I'm, I'm not too sure about. Like you said, when we went down to 10 men, it sort of felt like it was still 11 on 11. Yeah, 100%. I, you know, I was quite impressed with Semenyo. I actually did predict him to come on, uh, start on the wing. Um, but yeah, he just ran out of legs when we needed it most, you know. But I mean, you, you can't be disappointed when you lost 9-0 last season, come here and lose 3-1, yeah. Yeah. you know. But nice little cameo from uh, Hamed Traore, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was all right, to be honest. I yeah. thought it was all right. Um, he he could have done better, but, you know, you're pulling at strings at that point. You know, 3-1 down, what what can you really expect from one individual to come on? You know, you just got to, you know, take it into the next game and go from there, really. You can't be disappointed with 3-1 loss at Anfield when you lost 9-0 last season. Yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy. Yeah. Get, we're getting close, aren't we? Next year, I'll tell you what, we get a point. We oh, could get oh, a point. point Cheers, year. boys. That will do them 9-0, mate. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, boys. Hello, mate, you all right? How you doing, yeah. yeah. My son was in the same school year as you played against you when you were... He played against a me? A bit younger. Did he, he say... Was for Hearn Jets. Oh, Hearn Jets, I'll tell you what. You were... Parley, I think. I think it was Parley. He's basically telling me I was really good. Like, what, what did you think today? Because it was a, it was a lot better than last year, but really just frustrated. I felt because I felt like if we had got a goal, got it a three-two, it could have been a bit nervy for him. We just couldn't get that second. That, that's it. I mean, when it was two-one, you know, obviously they went down to ten men. You got to give fair play. They just went hell, hell bent for leather. Then got that three-one, made a lot of difference. But uh, you know, I thought could have spread the game a bit more after yeah. that. But I've got to say. Substitutes, attack, 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 attack. You know, everyone they brought on is like, we're either going to lose 5 1 or we're going to get this back. So, you know, a lot of positive signs there. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. This, I know we've lost the game and I know it's a little bit frustrating because they went down to 10, but do you see, a bit like what I see, there's a lot more positives in the way we're trying to, trying to go about these teams. And I, I mean, I'm not being funny, we've got Tottenham next. And I wouldn't take a draw. Like I, I feel like we could go. I, I do. I think at home, if we have a go at Tottenham, we've got enough about us now. Yeah. I mean, you had it three-three for this one as well, didn't you? And at some point, I'm thinking, well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I actually had it down as three-one, sadly. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's we're making chances. You know, I mean, obviously we were right behind the goal. We saw that one with Kiefer. You know, um, oh. when he just skied it over the top. And you think if that's gone in, yeah. the one you know where Alisson makes a save, and then you know. Um, Phil just puts it slightly wide, could have gone it. I mean, yeah, small margins. It, it could have been something, but yeah, it was a lot of, lot of positivity. A lot more you know. positives, yeah, a lot more definitely. positives, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Come on, boys. Yeah, yeah. Come on, boys.
Oh, what do you think of that then? Would you, better than last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was way better, but um, I, we we need to believe in ourselves more. Yeah, is that what you think? Well, you think we should have gone for it a little bit more? Well, we 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 were good, but I mean, we 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 weren't doing that good defending. We we need to be a bit better defending. What did you think? Eh? Who do you think were the top performers? And who do, you, do you think we could have changed, done anything differently today? Well, I feel like Semenyo, he played well. Good, yeah, and Hamachara, he he made quite a good impact off the bench. I think he should have come on a little bit earlier, maybe. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as last year. So that's what everyone said. Just so, everyone's so happy we didn't lose knowing nil. Who did you who do you think was our mate? Who do you think was our best performance today? You must be happy though, because like we've. I'm really happy. Yeah, considering really the opposition. Happy. Considering that we didn't lose nine nil. Yeah. I'm happy. We've done a big impact this yeah. time. We're better than last time. And that's all I really matter. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe next season we might win. We're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Who's your man of the match, boys? Go on. For Bournemouth or just home Just match? Bournemouth, Bournemouth. I'd just say Semenyo. Semenyo? Semenyo. Yeah, Semenyo. Happy days. Cheers, boys. Cheers, lads. Who oh, we got? Awesome, well done, lads. Come on, everyone. That your boys, is it? How you feeling, mate? What did you I, think of that? I feel a bit despondent, actually, because you? you know, I, I look at the, the players on the park and I think they're just as good as each other. And why not? You know, have a have a go, have a go. Do you think it was a lack of belief because we're playing Liverpool. You know, I think when they walked into Anfield, I think they were one 0 down. Okay. So yeah, I, 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 I just I think you know, have a go. You're just as good as them. Yeah, I get that. You, you think it's like psychological that yeah, you're playing yeah, Liverpool I, at Anfield? I'd love to see the. Um, the, the, the penalty, or was it a penalty? It's never a penalty. Was it no? Was it no? I don't know if there's a red card though. So I never, I never seen, I never seen it, but the, the, that that might have made a difference. But oh yeah, but you know, you know what? Just believe in yourselves, guys. You know, believe in yourselves because you're such a good team. And and you know, who knows where we can go? Thank you, mate. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank you. All right, and let's wrap it up. Oh, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Well, come on, talk to me. I don't need to ask you any questions. Talk to me. Um, first 10 minutes, I thought we were bubbly out the traps. I thought we took advantage of where some of Liverpool weaknesses would be. I thought we didn't manage the 10 minutes either side of half-time. Yeah. I think we weren't mature enough. Kirk has got caught. The penalty I want to see again, because that looks very soft to me. And if, if it is as soft as I think it is, I want a penalty for Dom the other end. And then, and then when it go down to 10 men, you just then need to... Whatever you're going to do, whether it's change formation, change players, you just need to get to the moment where you're still at 2-1. And going 3-1 down really hurt us. And at times I still felt between the sending off to 80 minutes, it still looked like it was 11-11 instead of 10-11. And then you bring on Traore, which... Why is he coming on so late? And he's very bubbly and he's probably the closest to scoring for us. I mean, we had a few chances again with Billing and um, Kiefer Moore. So it could have been closer. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. We scored a goal at Anfield, which is good. Yeah. And um, scored two, just one was disallowed. Yeah. And um, Iriola's asking a lot from this squad, and I think once we get all the players that we brought yeah. in, I think we will be a decent side. I said that. I said um, when we were trying to freshen it up, you can see Rothwell was dead on his feet. Semenya was done. You're thinking he wants a, he wants Lewis Cook. He needs Tyler Adams. He needs some options. Yeah. And he's put Senesi into midfield because he's just trying to keep it fresh, keep his energy. But, yeah, I, I thought the same. I thought, I know people are saying, you know, do we need to bring Kiefer on? Do we need to... That third goal is the killer for me. Did you think Neto was 
I've only seen it once, live, and I thought Nato spilt that. Again, I'm not sure. It got a deflection on the way, I think. Didn't it? I think okay, it got a deflection fair. on the way. I mean, for me, Neto doesn't catch enough anyway. So if he's spilling it, he's spilling it. But it is what it is. And I'm not going to criticise Neto for that. It's just that moment when they've just got a player sent off. Yeah. Then you need to get on the ball. Then you need just to calm it down. Calm it down. And we didn't do that. Yeah. Then they capitalised, got the three. And it was a bit of a sucker punch when you're the team that should be in... Yeah. In, in pole position to maybe go and, and go and get the game. So that was a frustrating thing for me. Triore looked bright. So if we're thinking about stuff next week, he, he didn't get on in the opening day against West Ham. And I thought he was very bright when he come on. But I think is going to ask a lot of this side from a fitness point of view. Yeah. And I still don't think we're there yet. Yeah, no. And you can see why we're bringing in players like Tyler Adams and Alex Scott. And we're going to have to wait a bit of time. But I, I still see it. Yeah. And I still love it. Yeah, Yes, there were mistakes in there today, but it's a new era. Just need a bit of patience. I agree. Cheers, Kirk. Kirk, you just left me hanging there on air like that. <laughs> so just fucking come in now. Come on, Spark. Right. Last one. Last one. John, what do you think, mate? I was just, I'm sure you heard what I said to Kirk there. I thought it was a lot more positives, mate, but just, oh, there's that frustration in there. You know, when yeah. you're so close, you feel like if we kept it 2-1, oh. It's just, if you if you go a goal up, if you're winning at any point in the game and you lose, it doesn't yeah. matter who it's against, it doesn't matter where it is, you're going to be disappointed. I don't, I've got no issues with Bournemouth fans being disappointed yeah. with that, but... There's a lot of positives to take from that. I really do think that you can see, you can see, like, there's plenty in the pressing that worked, but also, like... There's a lot that sort of they didn't quite catch on quickly enough in the game. A lot of the players weren't quite quick enough to certain things. The second goal, you could see that coming a mile off because the press just like Anthony didn't get to Canate quickly enough. Kirkes didn't get to Trent quickly enough, and then suddenly Sobos lies in with about a half the pitch to walk into. And Rothwell, unfortunately, after to see it back, apparently that was quite a soft penalty. But at the same time, when it was given, I had no complaints. Um, but there's a lot of decisions that can go our way. I feel as though a different ref maybe could have refereed that one a lot better. Um, and we made chances as well. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult to sum up the whole game, but to say that things were good, they just weren't good enough, and that's fair enough because it's, it's Liverpool. Yeah, no, exactly. Do, do you think there's, obviously it's the early sides and we've got bodies to bring in and players to come out from injury, but do you feel there's any kind of particular point in the side, you know, this pressing style that we're maybe a little bit lacking? Today? I, know you, I know you said like kind of that for one of the goals. I, I felt like at times Kirkes and Anthony maybe were a little bit off it. Uh, in terms of that pressing style that Ariola yeah. wants. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but, and I think that's partly because, like, in a press, you've got to try and hunt down the weakest sort of member. And I think Canate is probably the weakest yeah, person true. in that back line. Yeah. So at times you had Anthony, like, you've got to really worry about Trent. So, yeah. Jaden, I want you to stand on Trent. And he did at times. But then at times you're like, OK, but I need you to pounce on Canate. But if he doesn't get that right, suddenly Trent's completely on his own. So, like, it's... It's really difficult, particularly yeah. with a team like yeah. Liverpool that has Trent that doesn't really stick to his position. So, um, yeah, I mean, any game you need to sort of amend how you how you go about things. But that is that is one of the diff most difficult ones that we're going to have if our press is going to work. Having said that, I think that you mentioned it before, and I think people might say more maybe wasn't the right choice. I think. Cliver, I liked him against Atalanta, but I think this, I think he's not passing enough, particularly to okay. Kirkes on the overlap. And I think that maybe we might see Cliver start playing more as a striker instead of coming on at the left wing. I think that suits him a little bit more. But when you're down, you want the big guy to punt it up to. And I think that's maybe why he chose more. But there's there's a lot of yeah. muddling around you. We can do with that attack. Yeah, no, 100%. Who do you think were the main, main positives from today? And personally, like... A lot of people have mentioned Semenyo, Traore's little cameo. Was there anyone for you that you thought, yeah, they really stood out today? 
Um, who's starting us? I think Christie had an underrated game. Yeah, yeah. I think he, considering he was the deeper of the, he was yeah. deeper out of him and and Billing. Yeah. Um, I think there were things I liked about Solanke, but I think he didn't have quite the orange because it's tough against uh, against Cliver. And I think um, actually Zabani, I've had a few qualms with Zabani. But I think actually he dealt really I well. Liked him today, yeah. I actually quite liked him today. Um, so yeah, I think there were a few underrated performances, but um, I think the press just worked really well at the start. It eased off a little bit too much as things time went on. But yeah, I think if we can keep that up for more like an hour in the game, I think that could get us a lot out of some bigger teams. And we've got a great chance to test that next week. Uh, it's home to Spurs, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, good chance. I'll tell you what, next year we'll get a point. Next year we'll yes. get a point. Cheers, Joe. Cheers. We've got anyone else? Ben, you coming on? Got to bed, finish it off. Oh, see what? Have I got cramped doing fan cams? Oh. Ready, boy? It was. What do you, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, I, I don't even want to ask questions. Mate, I can't bother. I mean, the first half, yeah. Like yeah. it, it could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Allison should have been sent off personally. From it's a difficult one, there, but I, just, I don't get. You probably agree with me, Ben. I don't get how Allison's yellow is the same as like any little foul on the pitch, which is a yellow card. How's that the same? We've got an open goal. Allison, like, yeah, I, I agree with you, mate, but. I don't know. I think that third goal was a killer. The second goal was just before half time. But I thought we played well today. Oh, I mean, the the decision was a bit harsh on us, really. Like the first half, we we could have had like the offside. I don't know the penalty. I don't know. Yeah. Every little decision goes their way, doesn't it? That's yeah. what happens. We got to get used to it. The second half, though. I just, the second we brought more on, like how has he missed that chance? Though you can't be scoring that. Anyone scoring that? Do you I'm think like that. you scoring that? Yeah. Do you think that like Anyone just can. that's the difference? Just like a little bit of a backup striker like Dom, just to come on, maybe just ease the pressure off him a little bit. That's a little bit better than more, and we could be in that game because that's a big chance he missed. Yeah, I think I think Semenu could do a job, but yeah, I quite yeah. liked him on the wing today. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Leave him there, but no, other than that, I don't really know. You forget we're missing Watara. Tavernier, Cook, there's so many players we're missing that could have impacted that game when they got that of 10 men. So, mate, it's not 9 0, is it? Nah, it is, it's an improvement, but like, we can only get better from it. Really. Exactly, we're going to draw next year. I've told everyone this. Cheers, buddy boy. Well, it wasn't the 9 0 drubbing that we experienced last season, and it wasn't either the potential shock that AFC Bournemouth fans were thinking about. It was somewhere in the middle, Tom, wasn't it? And it was a, it was a performance which frustrated me it gave me some comfort it pretty much gave me everything but it didn't give us three points yeah uh we'll, we'll get into you know the game dissected properly because there was some there were some key moments in the game key decisions that swung it swung momentum either way mm. but definitely more positives and negatives for me um Liverpool've got a lot of talent obviously and I felt we competed really really well and um yeah there was there was a few little patterns emerging that I liked and to be to be honest man, it was just nice to see us a bit more on the front foot you saw the way we started the game. It showed that we weren't there to set up and just be pragmatic and sit deep and, you know, try and frustrate. We, we had a go at them. Um, and on another day, we could have nicked something as much as I think they, they probably did deserve three points overall. Well, we're pleased to announce that this season, Back of the Net is sponsored by Green King Sport, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Bournemouth fixture over the 23-24 season. And with more than 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're based in Bournemouth or Barnsley, you can catch every single minute of the action. Keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you closer to the action. 
Next weekend, of course, Cherries are in action against Spurs. It's live on TNT Sports. If you can't get to the game, the next best thing to do is catch the Premier League action on TNT and Sky Sports at your local Green King pub. So then, mate, you wake up at half past five on Saturday. It's Liverpool. Mm. What did you think? What, what were your hopes from this game? Because I was asking another, a number of people on the vlog. Yeah. Like, what's a good outcome from this? And a lot of people just said to stay in the game, be competitive and, you know, maybe trouble them by scoring a goal or two. Yeah, I think we're, we're definitely all haunted by last season. Let's be, let's be real. We lost 9-0. So it was kind of, all we had to do was really just compete for a game and we probably would have been pretty content. But look at the bigger picture. I think, you know, we're not the same team. Um, Liverpool won, you know, absolutely on fire at the moment at the end of last season either. So, yeah, it was kind of, it's a difficult one because I I agree, stranger things have happened in football and I always, I never want to go into a game kind of not expecting you to get something. But equally, if you had said to me, right, it's 85 minutes, you're one goal behind, I'd have taken it. You know, I just wanted to be in the game and, and as I said at the start, just see see some certain patterns and see some, you know, kind of style of football that we're trying to get to. Um and no injuries and, and all that and yeah, but but not expecting to get an actual result out of the game really if we're if we're truly honest about it. But to know that we were in it for the majority, which ended up being the case, then yeah, relatively relatively happy with that. We were saying on the preview that it seems to be when we play at Anfield, we're always playing them when they need a reaction of some kind. I think that performance they had at Chelsea sort of showed the best and the worst of Liverpool in, in 90 minutes for the, for the start of the game for the first 20-25 minutes I thought they looked really really good mm. uh, especially when they went 2-0 up albeit that goal was chalked off but Chelsea came back into it and then you could see some vulnerabilities and you think well the way we can attack people based on this kind of influence of football that like Ariel is trying to put across then maybe maybe we can go about it the right way maybe maybe we can punish them and it was going to always be interesting for me how he would go about it because that they are a team that is, is sprinkled with quality, as we know. But then there are some weaknesses there as well. So two o'clock, the teams were announced, yeah, and there it is for people who are watching on YouTube. You can see it there. So Neto, and then Kirkes, Sanessi, Zabani, Max Aaron's, Rothwell, Christie, Anthony Billing, Semenyo, and Solanke. I suppose. Semenyo was the one that took many people by surprise. But then you look at how he influenced the game against West Ham, you think, fair play. Yeah, it's almost like he's... I mean, he said he's been good in um, training in the week as well, but it's almost like he's saying, you know, you've earned that. Uh, probably harsh on Brooksy, but I think it was also looking at it that maybe that pace down that side as well to cause him problems in mm -hmm. transitions. But I think you said about how we'd approach the game. I think that, that line-up showed because, no disrespect, but a previous managers, I think, would have not had Semenyo, they'd have had Kelly. And they'd have gone to a five-four-one um, and tried to nick something. Whereas we went, no, let's go and match them up and let's let's try and hurt them if we can and start fast. That's exactly what happened. They obviously went unchanged. Um, it's probably been a little bit, but then I think if they want to develop certain things, it's probably not a bad game to do it at home to Bournemouth. And yeah, I, I was I was quite happy with the team. You know, felt a bit for Brooksy, but kind of understood it and was pleased to get uh, to see some many who've been given that opportunity. They had their new man on the bench from Stuttgart, Wataro Endo, who was there. But we had another man that was new on the bench, albeit not new for a in a cherry shirt. Lloyd Kelly yeah. was back as well, which meant that I think Greenwood yeah. got pulled out. But what Semenyo's inclusion sort of meant for me is that it's probably given a bit of encouragement to the players that you know do have a good training session, do have a good cameo when they come on, make the most of your minutes. I think sometimes previously 
we've seen players that have had outstanding games and for some reason they're on the bench the next day and it's like, uh, who's he trying to outfox here? Because ultimately it's, it's doing ourselves in. But Semenya got a chance and yeah. it's fair to say he took it well. Hmm. So the game started. Before Semenyo scored, we had the ball in the back of the net. Now, absolute limbs, mate. I mean, it was this um, long raking ball, wasn't it? That um, It was obviously a target throughout the game that they tried to do this. And it was one of the Andomi's kind of styles that, you know, not only do we score pretty goals every so often, we'll um, hit the channels as well. And I mean, it fell to Anthony. Maybe fortuitously, but he was that yard or half a yard wide, and I did. I, I didn't see the flag at all. No, it's a weird one. In the moment, I'm normally quite. I'm always like, oh, could that be disallowed, especially with VAR these days? But I didn't even think about. It. I just thought he's in and he scored, and then obviously you look back and he was just offside. It's a real shame because if you look at, it, you think if he had just stopped his run a little bit, he probably would have gone anyway. Yeah. So it's really frustrating. But as you said, mate, it was clearly a target, and I think. Down that side as well. We all know what does Trent want to do. He wants to be a bit of an inverted fullback, come into midfield, leave that space. Yeah. So obviously um, we targeted Anthony early for that, and Anthony done his bit. He was just a li- he just went a little bit too early, but you know it was a real shame. But it was a nice positive start. And you said you mentioned there against Chelsea how Liverpool they started the game really well, and then they kind of lost their way. This game was the complete opposite because we just I it, I don't want to car back to it but I can't remember seeing this since the early days of kind of from the first whistle just going for them and I feel I felt like they were really surprised you've got to remember the last few times they've played Bournemouth they haven't seen that yeah they haven't seen that at all and they probably thought we were trying to get in our shape and but we just went for them I don't think they coped very well in their opening yeah kind of five ten minutes we obviously saw it to some extent you could say at Arsenal under Gary O'Neill but the thing is that there's a difference yeah yes we scored after 11 seconds in that game but immediately we tree. yeah, we retreat. Whereas with this, mm. we went again, albeit that one was chalked on. Yeah. But a few moments later, and it was moments rather than minutes, what, two minutes, 120 seconds later, we did have it in the back of the net. And I tell you what, this high press, I said it on the vlog, it's effective because I think the ball was played from Virgil van Dijk into the feet of uh, Trent, who it was a heavy touch. Yeah. And, and Phil Billing just smelled blood, his lanky legs, sorry, Philip. He um he managed to win the ball back, came to Solanke, and then he, he looked to shake the shoe and it, it, it did fall yeah. very kindly for Solanke, but Great I mean, what a finish. Really good finish. I think you could hear me on our vlog going, Solanke, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I thought, what, where's he going? But uh, yeah. Well, look, let's, let's just see. When Solanke mm. has, has the ball, yeah. I think that he makes the wrong option here because, okay. you know, to me, he's got a couple of, he's got a couple of options. It's clear that there are two players to his right. There's only one to his left. But being a right foot player, mm. he, he just always wants to go for that right foot shot. In my mind, it was probably the wrong option. And I shared your I shared your frustration there. So you could see it on screen just there. Yeah. Could he have taken it on his left where he'd have had a bit more room? Maybe. But maybe we wouldn't have scored. Exactly. Yeah. The Semenyo was up. Great finish. Wouldn't yeah, I mean, it really was. <laughs> your first reaction when we score, yeah. I mean, the fans are losing themselves in the moment. Tom. Giving it to the home fans. That, the reason for I mean, obviously, I love a bit of banter and stuff with, with the um, home fans, but it was because when we got that opening goal, I got up to cheer, yeah. and they were all laughing and telling us all to sit down, so that's why I was going, come on, we can get back up now, Yeah. because um, it was so soon after. But yeah, I, I agree with you, mate. It didn't feel like the right right choice. It felt like he could just drag it onto his left and have a go. Yeah. But it fell to, fell to Antoine, and you know what? 
like cultured Premier League centre forward but that finish I mean you remember he's only scored one Premier League goal yeah. and it was a not a very good finish it went straight through uh, Melian I think it was for Leeds <laughs> but that was a hell of a finish <clears throat> and uh, yeah we earned it with the pressure of Phil and, and yeah like I say Trent got caught a little bit but yeah it was a really really good start mate and um, yeah I think I got a little bit carried away I think I said this one it must feel like to be City I was going to get my passport renewed I thought here we go but no, it was a lovely start. And I think when you have games like that, where obviously ended up in disappointment, it's a lifetime that moment where you take the lead and everything feels great. It wasn't everyone that was celebrating in the away end, though. Uh, Robbie Sargent tweeted and noticed it was unsurprising to see many of our fans hmm. not celebrate the Semenyo goal because it looks like 500 to 600, in his view, were Liverpool fans. And look, look yeah, we do go to every game and, and you sort of... Even though you don't know them, you see the same faces and, and you can sort of tell who's a Liverpool fan and who's not. But then you can also tell who's a Liverpool fan by the fact that one of them was wearing a shirt in front of Ben Phillips. Like, what on earth? And there were a couple to Steve's right as well. He was like, they are, they are so not Bournemouth. It's just, I, it's so frustrating. Yeah, and I don't understand how, so frustrating. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand why that can't be looked at and go, right, that's the seat he's got. Look at his ticket. Yeah. Either a Bournemouth fan has bought that and sold it to a Liverpool fan, so they should get punished. Or somehow, someone without the points or, or whatever has managed to get in. Um, either way, it should be looked at because there's fans, big Bournemouth fans that I know that miss out yeah. on going to these games. So, yeah, really frustrating for them. But um, uh, as you said, mate, it's not that much of a surprise. Um, tend to get it at the bigger teams, if you like. People want to watch them their Premier League side or whatever but um, yeah didn't notice it but yeah it was like you say the, the majority managed to celebrate that moment which was which was great and um, yeah I enjoyed it it's nice to nice to take the lead at, take the lead at Anfield and feel like something could happen but it's probably it's always easy to say in hindsight but you go oh it's too early wasn't it well that's it that's yeah. it I mean it seems to happen with AFC Bournemouth fans that um we we do have these brilliant moments very early on in games, but then we do have to basically poo our our pants for the for the remainder of the game. But I've got to say that look, we Liverpool had had chances in that first half. We know that almost immediately. Had I think out. I think we were all singing, no, "Gonna win nine yeah. 0 and then you're like nine one because it looked it like Van Dijk yeah. was gonna head it in the bad. It came off the bar, and there were a few moments like that. There was a. Um, Zabani sort of lost Van Dyke for that. There was another one in the first half. Yeah, Zabani lost him again. Another free header for Van Dyke, albeit it didn't it didn't trouble Neto as well. And then for Canate as well, after Semenyo lost him. So it's clear to see that set pieces are still yeah. still need to be weak. We need to look at it because I think you know statistically wise, it doesn't. You know, the first two games you haven't conceded from a from a corner, but. I think in the West Ham game, I think uh, Phil cleared one off the off the line yeah. from a from a corner, um, and then as you say, they they had some chance on this one as well. So yes, if you just look at the stats, you go, oh, maybe ball for improvement. But honestly, if you're you're watching the games, then vulnerability still seem to be there, which is a shame because I think we we've got players that Zabani wins most of his headers in general play. Yeah, but from set pieces, he he seems to lose his man a lot. It's then seems to be caught on our heels a little bit. Um, and I, I always felt before the game that could be a problem from them and he, like you say he nearly got in there but we got a little bit of luck on that one at the bar which we, we probably earned but um, yeah then then the goal come and I don't know what you think about that think about the goal you, you, what's, what's frustrating is that my <laughs> I switched off a little bit because at the time yeah. the fans were were doing the applause 
Oh, of course, yeah. For the Everton workers right on the Bramley Moor dot mm. site. And uh, I thought that was a really nice touch as well. Cause they, uh, they said that at the, uh, the Villa game, because obviously they're playing Everton. Yeah. And they when they were doing the applause, they said, I wonder if it can have the same impact because Liverpool scored. Yeah. And, uh, you, yeah. Do, you, you do sort of wonder. The, but I mean, I'm sure when you're a player, no, you're focused yeah. on the action. But it just... I mean, I switched off and the goal sort of came out of the blue a little bit. But the ball was played into Diaz. It got a slight touch off Sanessi, I think, that kind of made it sit up very nice. It was a world-class finish. It was really good. Like, the way he took it. It's one of them, if you're Liverpool, you go, Diaz, that's that's brilliant. You know, great moment from him. A bit of magic. But they needed, but from a Bournemouth perspective, you go, should he be allowed that much time and space to be able to do that in our box? Probably not. But yeah, we we had enough for a fair period of time. I still, yeah, I don't want to be too critical there. I think Luis Diaz is a a top player, and it was a mm. it was a really good really good finish. And is what it is. But then you just thought, let's get off time if we can. But because um, we have we have moments, we're all that well, exactly. Yeah, we, we have our chances. Uh, Solanke blazed over the bar at one stage. We we had that uh, when Allison got booked. Yeah, um, where it, he, he I think what what happened was it Semenya? No, it was Anthony that was chasing this kind of loose ball because he was trying to always dribble out and he was he was going to make a pass but he was caught between yeah. taking a, another touch with his dribble as goalkeepers tend to do now or passing he did he did neither Anthony then won the ball was about to go between them and then got taken out and it was only a yellow and at the time we were we were thinking it's got to be a red yeah. but it's, there were players there were players there to cover one I can't I, I think that's the right call by the way a yellow card but I, I find it really frustrating that say a a tiny little clip in the middle of the pitch that's going nowhere can be a yellow card. And it's exactly the same punishment as the goalkeeper yeah, coming out. Yeah. And I know there's players on the line, but it feels like it would have been well too harsh to be a red because there's players on the line. But a yellow ain't enough. What I said to you... It's horrible, isn't it? It almost like there there needs to be some kind of middle ground. Like yeah. a sin bin. Like a yellow card, sin bin, and then off. Or something like that. Or like an orange card. Is there a way that... What? I'm just thinking on my feet. Is there a way that if the keeper makes a foul, wherever it is, it's a penalty? Because it's the goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? Can they just go, you've got you've got to get more of an advantage for the goalkeeper making a foul. Yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. But yeah, I, I, I remember at the time you just shouting for a red card, but it, it was the right call by the laws of the game, for, for sure. But again, it showed that we could get in. Um, and like you say, that was that was before before they managed to equalise. But then I was still relatively content. I thought, okay, that's frustrating, but we ain't got too long now. Um, get to half time and regroup and we'll be happy but um, then the ref had different ideas as usual I mean uh, we're obviously just about to talk about the penalty and it was Rothwell that uh, brought down <laughs> in inverted commas uh, some slight which I thought was I mean there's a there's a problem here isn't there there's a there's a real problem in consistency uh, of the mm. consistencies within the Premier League when you've got Last week, less than a week ago, uh, Anana taking out a Wolves player at Old Trafford and the, a Wolves not getting a penalty, it not even going to VAR. The referee didn't even get instructed to look. And then this one where it was basically fabric on fabric. Yeah. So it was like, and just sort of jumps into Rothwell and then goes down. I mean, it was wily from him and I would be calling for it 100%. Mm. And it's not necessarily that decision in isolation because, uh, yeah, I've seen those type of things given before. But when you see last week that yeah. penalty, he doesn't get given for something a hundred times worse. Yeah. It's like now we're turning up to like matches, not wondering, oh, like, what team's going to show up today? What 
you know, what Bournemouth team's going to show up? It's what ref turns up. Are we going to get anything off the bit? And and the problem with it is it's going to raise the alarm because you mentioned the big call last week was Wolves at Old Trafford. And this one was against Bournemouth and Anfield. And I, I don't, no one can tell me that we're getting that. If that's down the other end, there is no way the ref is giving that. Yeah. I, I don't care what anyone said. There's no way we're getting that out of the field. Not a chance. Um, and yeah, we had a few little contentious ones that I didn't probably think were penalties, but compared to that, they were. When Solanke was running through, it looked like he was sandwiched yeah. at one stage. And to me, that was, that was probably about the same. Oh, uh, yeah. I reckon maybe if, if you saw two of them, so you have to, one of them has to be more of a penalty. I think ours was. I don't think either of them probably are. But yeah, really frustrating. Felt for, felt for Rothwell as well, because obviously, remember, Despite him playing brilliantly in the opening game against West Ham, it was his error for the goal. Yeah, really, really frustrating um, because it looked like we were, you know, and we'll come on to all the other stuff with the red card, that second half and other decisions that a lot of people go, you know, from the outside, oh, it was evened up because of that. It's the it's the timing of it. We're, we're less than 10 minutes to getting in at Anfield level when we were like, what, 5 6 nil down last season. You know, we're, we're nearly getting at Anfield level suddenly a decision like that has meant we've got to change everything. They can now go, we've got the game and we don't have to come out second half as much. We can be a little bit more, you know, conservative and make it difficult for Bournemouth. And it changes the, the team talk straight away and the way we want to go about it. And it's all because of a, of a bad call, um, which is a real shame. But I thought, you never know, Salah stepping up. Yeah, well, one against us. He can't be on penalties anymore. Well, that's now four of his last five, isn't it? It's it's penalties. Yeah, I, I generally approach it. He's so... So lucky. I mean, I do always think that if you're a, if if you've got the bottle about, I don't think you meant to, but I think sometimes if you hit it with enough power down the middle, it's a good chance yeah. of coming back. Um, I remember the one he missed at Anfield. I didn't look. Yeah. Um, and he missed, so I didn't look at this one either. So you'll yeah. talk me through it a little bit because you saw a line of it. Yeah. Well, he he just um, he stepped. He, he if you're if you're saying that there's the middle of the goal. And there's the very right hand side of the goal. It was it was in the middle of that, or or maybe even more central. Uh, the way that Neto is a great save by Neto, strong, etc. But I mean, it even fell to him on his favourite left foot as well. It wasn't even like it just fell to him on his right. It just it don't want to get back up and nearly. I mean, it was. I know. Let's see it say that. It's oh, uh, you know, and I went vlogging it. Yeah, you know, I see. I oh, know. I'm looking. I'm looking at you. I'm watching it, and I see you going to celebrate, and I'm about to go mental. And then obviously, I work out what's probably happened. But um, yeah, no, no, that is a bit really. It is, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, real, real shame for us. But apart from that, mate, I think we go into half time pretty happy. And so we're all frustrated about the decision. We're all uh, in the concourse looking at it. Mark had a clip on his phone. He was like, in no world. Nah, it's not right. In this no world. world. Had but you know what? The referee, I'm sure he got a chance to. To, to uh, check it out and he's probably got that in the back of his mind doesn't he yep he has indeed as soon as he's going out of the second half I think subconsciously he's thinking I need to give Bournemouth something if there's a big call to make I'm going to have to go in Bournemouth's favour because he's a human and he yeah. knows he's made an error in my opinion at half time and that is exactly what happens about 10 minutes in. but uh, it was a, a high challenge from McAllister on Ryan Christie I mean high is maybe exaggerating somewhat straight red uh, yeah, Liverpool fans if you're watching we don't think it was a red either. It was so, so soft. Never it was so it. soft. And, you, you know, you'd think it would be like, yeah, it was the right decision. Well, Never. in many ways, it actually changed the game for the worst. Yeah, for it was. But, yeah, I don't think it was. And uh, it was like he was trying to kind of make amends somewhat. What what I can't, you know, like, like I said a few times there, referees, humans are going to make mistakes. I don't mind going out of the penalty. I don't mind if he gets that one wrong. I don't mind if he gets this red card decision wrong. 
because we've got VAR now. Yeah, yeah. So the first penalty is clear and obviously an error. Yeah. So tell him the red card is clear and obviously. A, why do they have to be? That's just it's just strange. That's they're obviously not a red card. It's. I mean, the the problem is it, VAR is subjective. Exactly. That is ballless. It, oh yeah, ex- exactly. Apart from offside, where they get yeah. the little lines, which is boring, but fine, you get yeah. it right. This stuff is all opinions. So you basically go the referee that's getting paid to referee the game. He's giving an opinion. If they and then the only way it's not going to be given is if other ex referees give an opinion. Yeah, it's just all opinions anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it's just and and it's just that ninety minutes alone. Like if you compare it to other ninety minutes, you will see you will see decisions that are exactly the same that go another way. Which think well, why have VAR? Because it's supposed to be a leveler, but in my opinion, it is completely, it's a joke, it's a joke. Um, and yeah, that was never, I, I felt for McAllister, I mean, I don't know what they'll do in terms of if they can appeal or what, but... Um, you know, and if they do appeal, I wouldn't be surprised if it's overturned. You can overturn a red card, you can overturn a, a, overturn a, a penalty call that's that's wrong, because exactly. they now won the game as a result. But look, I mean, we're, we're not saying that Bournemouth deserved anything out of the game. I think Liverpool no. were the superior team. Uh, and I think that they, yeah, you know, they did deserve it. And, you know, a lot of their football at times was, was, you know, was good to watch. But most of that football annoyingly came when they had 10 men. Yeah. And only three or four minutes later, there's a, a shot from range. It gets a slight touch on the way. Neto, I think he was he was planted. I still think he should have gathered it, though. Yeah, I think I kind of said on the blog, I, I was really frustrated because from the live view, I thought Neto's got to do better. I looked at it back and forth. That's like a little nick. He still gets to it. It is a little bit unfortunate because as much as you could say he should hold it, should one of the defenders be a little bit sharper than Jota is, it's a difficult one. I don't think it's a hideous error, but he'll maybe be looking at it going, oh, I should have done a little bit better. But um, he got to the first shot, to be fair, and Jota was in the right place at the right time. But as you say, mate, that was a massive moment because if they hadn't scored that, they got a long time with 10 men and, and we could just put them under a little bit of pressure, start making them feel the nerves inside the stadium. But they got that cushion and then... Um, Unfortunately for us, it was at a time where we've we all know and from a if you're a Liverpool fan watching Bournemouth at the moment, we've got a lot of new signings and, and players that are out. And our our, our start eleven is, is strong, but but the subs bench is not the subs bench that we're expecting going forward. That's a load of disrespect to the players that come on, by the way. But it meant that players that were tiring and clearly needed to come off. You, you saw later on when I think we had to take Rothwell off because he ran his race, but we had no one in his position, so we had to move a defender to midfield. And he's not naturally no, and he's no, he's not. We haven't got a defensive midfield player at the moment, as I'm sure you can relate. But um, yeah, so that was a frustrating because just when we needed something, because we got an extra man, it felt like we lost that edge a little bit, and we knew that the subs probably were going to be to the level of the players they were replacing, particularly. Well, those subs were being prepped before they scored their third. I know, and only said that he said we're ready to change it. And that Would it have made a difference? We don't know, but we'll 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 show the match timeline on screen because it's quite in terms of substitutions you know the second half from 62 minutes onwards is is where it all happens yeah. so Endo comes on for Liverpool but then we're we're bringing off Jade Nansley and, and Ryan Christie Cliver is coming on as is Kiefer Moore yeah. Liverpool are making changes l- later on with Trent and Jota thought, coming off I thought that was interesting by the way when Cliver come on and not that he'd done anything magical but just of his directness and his energy because he just got off the bench five minutes ten minutes later they took off Trent yeah. and put on Joe Gomez because I think they could see that Clover was going to be with them some problems. So that, that was probably a good good move from Klopp, actually, uh, only, reacting well there. If only we nicked one. If we nicked one, with even with 10, 5 minutes to go, because it's just that mentality thing, the whole crowd get a bit nervy. They didn't win the first game, um, and you never know. And like I say, either they don't get our third or we nick one. 
and we could have had a child. I, I got bringing on Clive more, it made sense. But this where it goes back to Christie's ad knocks lately. If Christie, if all of them were the exact same fitness level, Christie ain't coming off because yeah. he's really good at that high press, winning the ball back. But we, he ran his race, and it was similar with um, with Rothwell and Semenya a bit later. So that was a shame. But we still managed to bring on, you know, Brooksy, Cliver, yeah, Keith and Moore. We had some, we had some options. Like mm-hmm. Lloyd Kelly yeah. came on, and then Hammer Traore later. Tro, yeah, Traore as well, and then Simicass uh, and Nunes for mm-hmm. for Liverpool. So lots of substitutions, lots of breaks of play and it sort of favoured Liverpool really who saw the game out I think relatively comfortably well I say that we tested them we did. or did we well we should have tested them more than we did I mean Kiefer Moore when he came on I thought it was one of his poorer showings in a ball of shirt there was that moment where the ball was squared back to him where he inexplicably put the ball over the bar I think he, he should have just got his head over it he has at ball. least test the keeper but went over the bar there was that moment where the ball came across and it looked like a combination of Philip and Triore should have put it in the far post ends up going wide and then it was Triore again that was in on the action I thought he did great by the way um, a meandering run uh, where he came across to his left and then fired the ball back the opposite way and Allison was scrambling just to manage to get the ball around the post we tested them we did I think it was half an hour against 10 men. Um, you've got to have them sort of... You've got to have a few arm chances, which we did. Then Liverpool done well with 10 men, I thought. They deserve credit. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think if anything in that game, which was... I, there was a lot of positives, we've got to do a little bit more against 10 men, in my opinion. I think that third goal really really kicked the stuff out. was a little bit... And like you say, the, the Kiefer Moore gets a big chance, and that was a big moment. But, yeah, Traore was, was definitely a lively one, mate. A real, real positive, and mentioned at the top of the show that um, you know Semenya got rewarded for his cameo against West Ham and it'll be interesting if Traore yeah. similarly gets rewarded in the next game um, or at least get more minutes because he didn't even come on in the first game did he? That's right, yeah. um, but yeah really good really good positive performance from him and it's a weird one isn't it Traore wasn't used in the first game Semenyo hadn't been used all pre-season and two of them have come out of two of our kind of standouts in the first two games yeah. for a moment so yeah showing that, that we've got a lot of players that we can bring in that can help us but yeah, it's a, it's a really difficult one, mate, because I think you can, if you take the game as a whole, I think positive is a bit of frustration because there's moments in the game where you think, oh, that's good. And then there's moments where you just think, oh, we could have done a bit more. Yeah. But I, I can't, yeah, I can't be too too downbeat. It feels like there was maybe a little opportunity missed there because um, I think you said it. But when they go down to Teddy, when they get third, I think we've got enough time. We nick a goal. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking back to me in the preview saying, three all, thinking I'm going to look like a genius. But yeah, want to be, mate. Want to be. No, want to be. So when we uh, check out the match stats, look, it's, it's improvement. It just felt uh, improved all over. And I think the stats do reflect that. Obviously, not as much as possession as the home side, but five shots on target. That's a seven off target as well. And yeah, exactly. We went, how many games did we go last year? It felt like it was about three or four games in a row without a shot on target or something. Yeah. Or like one. Um, so to go to Anfield and have that many opportunities, and I guess even things like... Um, the goal that was disallowed, that doesn't get counted. No, exactly. So, and that's, you know, that's a foot away from, from being on to It just showed that we're definitely causing these more problems. And yeah, uh, I, a mate I know is a Liverpool fan kind of, you know, said, you know, comparing it to, to last season from like an opposition point of view, he said that that was the main difference is, is you look like you come to, to try and compete and win the game. Whereas last time it almost felt like he turned up to make up the numbers yeah. um, and get out of there. So yeah, definitely positives made. But the fact of the matter is we've, you know, we, we we have come away with nothing, and um, you know, so we'll be looking to improve certain bits. But yeah, I think in general, I, I was I was alright after the game. I think most people were. 
yeah, I, there is a frustration that we just didn't take the chances. When you when you carve them open, you want yeah. to see them being put in the back of the net. Let's check out the average positions here, and it's I mean it's probably about right yeah. at Liverpool really for Bournemouth. I mean you can see as the game went on, we were getting more players in their half, mm-hmm. so we did throw caution to the wind. I think at one stage there were about five or six attackers yeah. on the pitch and I you know I sort of admire that it is a hard back to the football that we used to play a while ago yeah. but I won't mention the name <laughs> however I think overall yeah you'd be like Bournemouth fans were able yeah. to see an identity definitely which was which is something that I'm I'm kind of pleased by and it makes me think you know what when we're playing the lesser sides surely surely we're going to be we're going to be entertaining and fun to watch and come away with three points yeah you hope so um you definitely hope so and i think once we get as say after the international break we get some bodies back i mean we're missing some massive players for us i think you look at the way we're trying to play with andoni now and you think how tavernier and watara would love that yeah in particular and then obviously you're adding in new signers as well like um scott and tyler adams to come in and so yeah we we're going to get some bodies back but yeah i think the patterns are interesting from the two games. They're similar, which shows that you're trying to play a certain style. I, I think what people haven't mentioned, it's, you showed there on the um, kind of average positions, is is the centre-half positions. And most teams are, are pretty much the same, but it's quite evident that Zabani drops yeah. and he wants Sanessi and then Laurie Kelly, the the other the other centre-half, to try and get forward with the ball and spray them passes. And it's, it's brave, it's bold, but it's more enjoyable and it will give us more chances in games. And um, yeah, I think... I, I tweeted off the game. It's frustrating. We haven't won one yet in our first two games, but I'm liking the team. I'm liking the way we're playing and I'm liking what I believe that we're building going forward. And um, yeah, that, that'll do me. You were saying on um, on Twitter, you saw something after the game about how our season's been very similar yeah. to Chelsea's. Yeah, it's mad. It was a Richard Jackson shout out. If you're, if you're watching, you better be. Um, yeah, he, he pointed out, um, yeah, Chelsea's first game was a 1-1 draw against yeah. Liverpool. Uh, Bournemouth's first game was a 1-1 draw against West Ham both at home and then um, Chelsea went away on the second game and lost to a 10-man West Ham we went away on the second game and lost to a 10-man Liverpool Yeah, really really weird both 3-1 yeah so the American big money clubs and can you, can you just recite to me the first three letters of the alphabet again A yeah B yeah C okay so you'd look at this league table from Sky Sports and you would think that Bournemouth should be above Chelsea Apparently not. The BBC got it right. Sky Sports on Super Sunday are putting that. What? I, I just can't understand that. It doesn't matter, but I don't get it. But surely, surely this isn't being done manually. Surely, like this is being calculated mathematically. Or has someone literally know. thought? Because I mean, technically, we're AFC Bournemouth, so we even still. Yeah. But but is someone literally gone? I think C's above B and F, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just said, oh, I don't know, but um, we're above the dotted line, mate. That's all it matters. Yeah, we are above the dotted line. And look, we, we've got a Premier League show that's coming um, out uh, tomorrow on YouTube. Or if you're listening on the audio pod on or watching on, on a Tuesday, check out YouTube. Because uh, Premier League show talks about what's gone on this weekend. And I tell you what, it's looking like a long season for Sheffield United. Maybe for Wolves. For Everton. We're going to be all right this season. I'm yeah. Thinking, I think we're going to be all right. Uh, very, very early days, but I think it's the teams that many were suggesting. I know we're kind of in that as well. We've we've just got the point, but I have started as kind of people anticipated. So like you said, the three teams you mentioned have started, um, you know, struggled. I think obviously Wolves started the start the season pretty well. We're unlucky against Man U, but then they were brought down to earth quite quickly. Um, but yeah, it's 
it's weird how quickly it seems to shake up, isn't it? But um, yeah, and then teams like Brighton and Brentford are just continuing yeah. what they are. But yeah, it's it's, it's two games. But um, yeah, a few little patterns starting to shape up now. But I think what you'll notice with ourselves, as I mentioned, but with most teams, is I always feel like it's once that window's shut yeah. and then you come back after that and that's when you start seeing, right, how teams developing, what's teams' favourites, 11 and style and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, exciting stuff, mate. Afternoon. Hope everyone's doing all right. It wasn't nine, was it? That's what we keep saying. It oh, sorry, mate. I'm s- sorry. That's so rude of me. I was just, I was just looking at Tom's player ratings. That uh, how do you, how do you get access to this, mate? I mean, I was absolutely fine with you doing that. I like listening to myself, obviously. Um, no, that is if you're if you're on Telegram and now you're on Telegram. Uh, if you're a, a monthly member of Back of the Net that helps just support us for what we do, I really appreciate that, by the way. Um, but yeah, I'll, yeah. You, you get this. Yeah, well, we try and do a few little bits for them, don't we? Just to, um, you know, say thank you for subscribing. So you get to see more of my face. Oh, this ain't going to, this ain't promoting that. They're going to see more of me giving silly opinions. But no, yeah, I do a little player rating show and, yeah, just just a few opinions on there. And then you can come back to me if you're in the Telegram group and say who your man of the match was, if you think, you know, I underrated him, overrated him, etc. I normally do it the day after because. Sometimes you're really in the heat of the moment after a game. I'm going to do the player ends now. Um, this one, I definitely wasn't because it was about midnight. But uh, yeah, the next day, well, I've dissected it a little bit more and then we, we go through them. But um, there, were, there were a few good performances out there. Well, I was about to say, who, who was your... Because obviously the club do a shout. And yeah. Who was, your, who was your man of the match? I think this was the this one more so than the first game. Everyone was going Semenyo, which I, which I agreed with because his overall play was brilliant and he got the goal. Uh, but I thought there were a few. Again, I thought the fullbacks yeah. looked good, and and I think I love the way that Kirk Hesse was looking to get forward. I just love oh. There's um, his stats the first two games have been right up there in yeah. terms of interception stuff as well. But and you've also got to put into play here who they're up against. Mm. Who they're up against? I mean, Mo Salah and Luis Diaz. I mean, you're not going to get you know much easier, much tougher than that. Sorry. So I really think, and they're brand new. They're brand new to us. I think them fullbacks are going to be key for us. Um, and I think you'll start seeing them more on that front foot as well coming forward because at the moment it's been they've got me a bit wary of who they're up against. Yeah, I saw it's not mine. I saw an article on the Liverpool Echo, obviously clickbait, but it was um, from Dominic Sobersly who swapped shirts with Kirk Hez after the game and said, "Yeah, he'll be able to use the shirt to wipe the dust from his shelves." But obviously it was an injury yeah. because it's Kirk because they're both Hungarian. It's the it's the big hope of Hungary, Kirk Hez and the main man. The Hungarian Sobosly, so, but maybe Kirkes can can take that tile. But maybe, maybe Kirkes can jump on the floor a bit more like Sobosly, and we might get a few decisions. Yeah, exactly. I'm not bitter about it, right? No, not at all. And he can yeah wipe the dust from the floor at the same time. <laughs> um, man of the match, you said so. Um, yeah, yeah. Who scored? Mm. Which does it statistically came up with Neto. Uh, guess I guess with things like that, it's got to be a statistical thing based on you may save the penalty. Yeah. If you save the penalty, it's like with um. You know, fantasy football and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. But technically, Neto saved the penalty. So, even though it went straight down to Salah. So this shows that yeah. some stats are a bit... Science, you know, football is a yeah. science, but also it's an art. And if you're if you're, if you're you're using the scientific, mathematics, statistical route, you can talk about your XGs or your passes per defensive act in as much as you want. Sometimes you need the art. Sometimes you need the art. And yeah. that shows it. Because, uh, you know, so many are there. I mean, for, I mean rightly so. Um, I was ahead of five. Obviously, you know the goal he scored helps that as well. But um, and and that's another thing as well. Even though he wasn't as good as West Ham, Rothwell gets the worst score because he gave away a penalty. Yeah, like then sort of things playing to it. And I think like you mentioned there, XG and stuff. Well, XG goes through the roof for them because they have a penalty. Yeah. So yeah, them things always mean that you need to go off the eye test as well. But yeah, but equally, I don't think it's a, I'd like to see what people think because that Neto, that third goal, 
could he do better or is he unlucky? I'm not sure. But apart from that, he was he was absolutely fine. He, he was good. Um, apart from that, wasn't he? So he was he was fine in what he did. Um, he won me some as well. On the vlog, you said, but you you were struggling to get reception. Oh, you're like, because you you've noticed this. I think we've said it before that uh, he he always gets done for time wasting. Yeah, and always gets booked for it. And when we went one up, I was like, I'm seeing the odds. Yeah. Um, and then obviously when the penalty just starts shouting at the ref and I'm going oh go on yeah put him in the book happy days I got it within about a minute before it happened as well so I was pretty lucky with that one be gambler um, right so let <laughs> have, have, yeah so that yeah I think signs are looking good definitely our run isn't particularly easy Spurs next they're tasty we'll talk about that on the Premier League show of course I'm mm. sure because yeah, yeah. when they did have Kane, we're wondering, are they are they going to be weaker for it? It doesn't seem to be the case. So it's going to be a tasty one. But you were saying that maybe, maybe this presents us a chance because, you know, they are susceptible. They're still not amazing at the back, despite having the reinforcements of like Van der Ven, etc. They, they are a side that can be got at. I think there's similarities to Liverpool in terms of then they'll be open and they'll... I'd be very shocked if they don't score, but I'll be very shocked if they keep a clean sheet, which is, I think, what we said in the preview for the Liverpool game, which obviously happened. Um, I just think Liverpool have got a little bit more quality, so I think we've got slightly more chance, and we're at home. Um, and as much as they they won their last game really well, they didn't win their first away game at Brentford, um, and that was you know similar patterns where they just didn't have enough quality and were too open. So yeah, I think we've got a chance, and I do think this. I mean, I'm going to put the curse on it, but if it's nil nil, I wouldn't be too disappointed. I think this game rinks of goals, absolutely. Inks and goals, mate. So good one to get on the old telly. Um, yeah, to kick off. I think it's a bit I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to leave that up. I'm going to leave that up. Um, thank you so much for for watching or listening. We truly appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the like button and also subscribe because there's plenty of content coming your way this week. Tom, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure. And yeah, just looking forward to seeing the next game now. I'm quietly confident. Up the cherries. We'll see you in the next one. Nah. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.